Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. In presidential and vice presidential homes. We'll go live to CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harridge in 10 minutes. New signs could be going up in Virginia, marking significant places from the Jim Crow era. I'm Nick Ainelli. WTOP News Time, 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Nearly a year into its war with Russia, President Biden says the U.S. is sending tanks to Ukraine. The Abrams tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. <clears throat> They're also extremely complex to operate and maintain. So we're also giving Ukraine the parts and equipment necessary to effectively sustain these tanks on the battlefield. But it's not exactly a simple solution. I'm Stephen Portnoy. The move is a reversal. The Pentagon previously argued that M1 Abrams tanks would be too difficult for the Ukrainians to operate and maintain. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby notes the Abrams tanks run on jet fuel. We've got to make sure that that pipeline, literally and figuratively, is is available to Ukraine. But Kirby says when the tanks and other armored vehicles from the U.S. and its European allies are in place, they'll make a difference. Armored vehicles are, are important. You know, you... Uh, you don't go after a crocodile with a corn stalk. In Virginia, lawyers say there were warning signs ahead of a school shooting there. Lawyer Diane Toscano says concerned teachers and employees warned administrators at Richneck Elementary School in Newport News, Virginia, three times that a six-year-old boy had a gun and was threatening other students in the hours before he shot and wounded his first grade teacher. This should have never happened. It was preventable. And thank God Abby is alive. The lawyer represents 25-year-old Abigail Swarter, who plans to sue the school district. Jim Crisula, CBS News. The White House is defending the discovery of classified documents at President Biden's former home and office. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby says it was reported immediately. If you do it inadvertently or you do it and you realize, you know, you don't have it secured in a locked bag, you know, you you self-report, which is exactly what the president did. Former Vice President Mike Pence did the same this week. The feds are looking into Snapchat. Authorities are said to be looking into instances where Snapchat users arrange drug sales. The Justice Department reportedly is focusing on sales of fentanyl-laced pills that led to poisoning and, in some cases, death. Snapchat says it's made significant improvements to detect and remove drug dealers from its platform. CBS's Steve Futterman. Arkansas wants to ban drag shows. Here's CBS's Allison Keys. The legislation bans drag shows from taking place on public property and puts them in the same classification as adult-oriented businesses, such as adult live entertainment and adult video stores. The bill's main sponsor, Republican Senator Gary Stubblefield, says... To me, this is putting our children in situations that really is a violation of their personal boundaries. Critics say it discriminates against the LGBTQ community, but is so broad it could apply to people in their own homes. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Good afternoon, everybody. It is 4.03. Thanks for hanging with us on this dreary Wednesday, January the 25th, 42. Howard. I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour, the Virginia school teacher who police say was shot by her six-year-old student is now filing suit against the Newport News School District 
after she says multiple warnings about the boy were ignored. Our story from WTOP's Megan Clardy. In filing suit against the Newport News School Board, attorney Diane Toscano described Richneck Elementary School teacher Abigail Werner as the best of us. Who endured the unthinkable, being shot purposely by a six-year-old student in front of her first grade class while teaching. Toscano says the 25-year-old teacher has serious injuries after being shot through the hand and in her chest, something that could have been prevented, according to the suit, which alleges staff warned school administrators three times on the day of the shooting that the six-year-old boy could be armed. But the administration could not be bothered. Police say they were unaware of any staff warnings that day. The school superintendent says he knew of one concern brought to an administrator. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. That shooting fast-tracked bills to make Virginia gun owners lock up their weapons when kids are around. Republican Delegate Margaret Ransone says she's also working on legislation to better support teachers by addressing discipline in schools. Meantime, Prince William County school leaders are considering new safety measures to protect teachers and their students. Virginia's second largest school system is also talking about screening people for weapons before they can enter school buildings. Speed cameras in school zones are meant to slow drivers down and keep kids safe. Now Maryland lawmakers are considering making changes that would mean fewer traffic tickets for you behind the wheel. Today here in Maryland, school zones can be established within a half-mile radius of any school, and a speed camera has to be within that half-mile radius. Maryland lawmakers are considering a bill that would shrink school zones to a tenth of a mile. The bill introduced by Baltimore County State Senator Charles Sidner would likely reduce the number of speed camera tickets and the ones issued by officers. Besides less revenue, it would also cost counties to relocate existing cameras and make the changes to infrastructure around current school zones. In Bethesda, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. If you ever go to FedEx Field, you've probably noticed there's a lot of undeveloped land around there. Well, Maryland leaders have voted to formally start building something. New Governor Wes Moore and others have voted to issue up to $400 million in bonds for a convention center, an arts and entertainment amphitheater, and other infrastructure improvements. State and local leaders emphasize they are going to develop the area regardless of where the commanders decide to play when their lease ends in 2027. New road signs could be coming to Virginia. But these signs would be different because they would highlight important locations from the Jim Crow era. They would be historical markers showing Green Book sites across Virginia. Those were safe places where black Americans could travel, eat, and sleep without fear of being harassed during the Jim Crow era. There are about 315 sites total. Susan Hellman is a researcher who's tracked down and photographed all of them. In driving around, I found that probably about three-fourths of those are gone. They've been demolished. But we are able to determine the location. Legislation calling for the new historical markers passed in Virginia's House of Delegates and now moves on to the state Senate. Governor Glenn Youngkin has said he supports it. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Keep it here on WTOP. Social media and late night talk shows full of jokes about classified documents where they don't belong. Uh, It's a serious issue and some current and former top U.S. leaders 
have been found having these papers. As you know, we'll talk to Catherine Herridge of CBS News about it next. 407. Jad C2 is key to delivering information advantage. The success of Jad C2 depends on enabling technologies such as Mission Partner Environments or MPEs. That's why GDIT is envisioning and developing next generation MPEs. We're leveraging our decades of support for these essential environments to build robust and secure MPEs that make vital data and information seamlessly available to warfighters, enabling them to sense, make sense, and act at the speed of operations. To learn more, visit gdit.com slash MPE. Prices at an all-time high. Our donors are now getting highest receipts ever. Donate at carsforkids.org, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. It's four zero eight. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only sixty nine dollars. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, we've got a busy one going. Dave Dildine in the WTOP traffic center. You can say that again. VDOT is now telling us this crash on 95 that we've been talking about involves an estimated 14 cars and four tractor trailers. A huge pileup in Spotsylvania County. 95 northbound will remain closed for the foreseeable future between Ladysmith exit 110 and Thornburg exit 118. You can rejoin 95 north of Route 606 in Thornburg. You do not want to commit to Route 1 unless you absolutely have to, but local law enforcement is uh, doing their best to facilitate the movement of traffic for the immediate bailout route. Uh, they are also retiming signals as best they can, VDOT, but they want you from Richmond northbound to consider Route 301 for obvious reasons. We've got a new nice Middleton Bridge with more capacity that's going to work really well for a lot of folks. Southbound traffic on 95 beyond Frederick and Thornburg gets by slowly past a massive response by staying to the right. But southbound traffic heading for Richmond does get by. And yes, it's been a very rain-slicked afternoon with a lot of uh, spin-out crashes, less serious, but a lot of them, especially earlier. On Route 1 southbound in Lorton, near Gunston Cove Road, it's taking a while to clear one with only one lane getting by. Between Leesburg and Luckett's, it is slow on 15. The crash north of Montresor Road, alternating traffic at last report. For once this afternoon, we don't have any crashes to mention on the Beltway. Slow traffic, but unimpeded with lanes open. In Montgomery County on 270 northbound, very crowded in the local lanes. Slow exit onto 124 into Montgomery Village with only one ramp lane getting by crash. Southbound traffic beyond 109 is much better. A crash near the way station is clear. In the district, crash on DC 295 northbound near Eastern Avenue is also clear. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Okay, let's talk about this weather because it is gray and dreary. Here's Amelia. Rain showers continue across the region this evening, coming to an end before midnight, if not earlier, with temperatures in the 30s and low 40s. For tomorrow, partly sunny skies and blustery winds. Wind gusts tomorrow up to 35, even 40 miles an hour, with high temperatures in the 40s. We'll have wind chills in the 30s and low 40s throughout the day. Mostly sunny and pleasant on Friday with lighter winds and Highs again in the 40s. Sunny on Saturday. Highs around 50. 
I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Temperatures already dropping below the 40-degree mark. We're at 39 in Ashburn, 37 in Rockville, 39 in Northeast D.C. And it's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. 411. With classified documents now being found at former Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home, along with those of former President Trump and President Biden, many questions are being asked about whether the country is dealing with a systemic problem involving critical national security information. Well, joining us live on Skype, CBS News Senior Investigative Correspondent Catherine Harris. Good to have you back, Catherine. Thank you so much. Thanks, as always, for having me. So uh, based on your intelligence contacts, how does this happen to so many of our top leaders? Well, I was speaking with my longstanding contacts, and they reminded me that at the most senior executive levels of the U.S. government, they're very used to working in a SCIF or a sensitive compartmented information facility that spans an entire suite within an office building or the White House. And it's not uncommon for these skiffs to also be built in personal residences so they can, in quote, sort of take their work home. And I, this begins to explain, but certainly doesn't excuse this commingling of sensitive information with personal records or sort of run-of-the-mill office information. So how are Republicans, House Republicans, dealing with these latest revelations? Well, it seems clear to me that on the Oversight Committee and the Intelligence Committee, they're asking for reporting from former Vice President Pence and and others about the nature of the documents. The head of the Intelligence Committee, Congressman Turner, wants a damage assessment on all of the classified information that has been recovered if you if you put politics to one side it's it's somewhat encouraging because if it truly is a national security issue and there may have been the compromise of sources and methods then it, it really should be apolitical now we keep hearing that these records are marked classified uh, does that make a difference here is there a difference here the, uh, it doesn't make a difference the the agency that generates the intelligence owns the intelligence and makes decisions on classification and it's the content that matters it doesn't matter whether it's whether it's on a single sheet of paper with no sort of top secret in block writing marking that tells you it's classified or or whether it has it or, or doesn't and so i think this is really uh, a red herring is maybe not the right word but i think it's misleading because it's likely the number of classified records is, in fact, much, much higher because it is absolutely not dictated by what's printed on the top of the page. All righty, Catherine. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Catherine Herridge, CBS News Senior Investigative Correspondent. Up ahead on WTOP, a pretty good night ahead of, for us in local college basketball. We'll check on that next. 414. Hi guys, it's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Wednesday, January 25th, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Monument Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that spark in the bedroom, today is your day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. You'll also 
get a gift that can produce rapid and powerful results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. And today only, we're offering five tune-up treatments to our patients free. This is an unprecedented offer worth hundreds of dollars, but call today and qualify totally free. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Guys, put a stop to your ED and get your life back. Call Monument Medical Clinic now to qualify. This offer ends today, Wednesday, 202-908-5555. Discover new talents, make new friends, and add a splash to summer in the YMCA's pool. Enroll your child in YMCA summer camp experiences today and fill your child's summer with friends, fun, and fresh adventures. Your trusted local YMCA offers camps for every kind of kid. Whether they love science, nature, art, performing, or a classic game of Capture the Flag or Marco Polo, the YMCA helps kids build skills and friendships to make this the best summer ever. Visit ymcadc.org slash summer camp to enroll today. Let's see what's happening or happened on Wall Street. Hi, Jeff. The Dow turned a 400-point loss into a 10-point gain. How full D.C. area offices are now. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. So much going on in sports. George Wallace is spinning the wheel to see where he starts. <laughs> yeah, where's it going to land? All right, let's talk uh, award, award finalist postseason for the uh, NFL as it is award season. And we get the finalists today for MVP and other such awards. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, and Patrick Mahomes, your finalists for MVP. Three of them also finalists for Offensive Player of the Year, Hurts, Jefferson, and Mahomes. Speaking of Mahomes, he declares himself good to go on Sunday. It's only Wednesday. With the high ankle sprain, he did practice today, though, and Andy Reid said he looked okay as uh, the Chiefs getting the Bengals. As far as uh, Coach of the Year finalists, Brian Dable of the Giants, Doug Peterson, Jacksonville, and Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers. The Wizards began the road trip last night with a win over Dallas. They head to Houston tonight. College basketball, full slate locally. Maryland home to Wisconsin this evening. The Terrapins at 3-5. and five. In the Big Ten, Wisconsin, a game up 4-4. Four and four. 7 o'clock, Star Terps 9-1 at home this year. GW taking on St. Joe's tonight. George Mason visits VCU. Navy's at Bucknell and American faces Army. Georgetown, the big win last night, snapping a 29-game regular season Big East losing streak. You can check out all the action on the Beltway Basketball Beat at the sports page at WTOP.com. George Wallace, WTOP Sports. Thank you, George Wallace. We are learning more about that chain reaction crash on 95 in Virginia. Dave Dildine's been talking about in traffic. Just before 3 this afternoon, 10 cars and three tractor trailers crashed into one another on slick roads. Crash happened on the northbound lanes at the border between Caroline and Spotsylvania counties near Thornburg. Virginia State Police say there is only one reported injury. And the person's injuries are not believed to be serious. Keep it here for the latest in traffic and weather on the 8s. Now the top stories we're working on here on WTOP. The Virginia grade school teacher from Newport News shot by her six-year-old student plans to sue. What charges does the accused gunman face in Northern California after apparently killing seven farm workers? And President Biden announces whether the U.S. is moving forward with plans to send M1 Abrams battle tanks to Ukraine. Keep it here on WTOP for more details ahead. It's 418. 
traffic and weather on the 8th when it breaks. It's been breaking this afternoon for Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Holy cow, you can say that again. A uh, little discrepancy in the number of vehicles involved, regardless, a dozen or more involved in a pileup that you were just mentioning in Spotsylvania County. I-95 northbound will remain closed between Ladysmith and Thornburg. Northbound traffic is diverted at exit 110. We can give you a little bit more uh, detail regarding what authorities are doing. Uh, local law enforcement in Spotsylvania County trying to facilitate the movement of traffic down Ladysmith Road over to Route 1. VDOT has deployed their emergency signal team to retime the signals on Route 1. But even uh, with their best efforts in mind, there's going to be uh, a great deal of uh, workaround and bailout on Route 1. That's probably already maxed out. And so VDOT from Richmond wants you to consider Route 301. We've got a brand new nice Middleton Bridge with more capacity. So that's going to work really well if you can head into Southern Maryland that way. You can also rejoin 95 north of Route 606 in Thornburg. There are drivers who are still stuck between the diversion in Ladysmith and the crash scene. Several long miles, actually, with drivers in park. Know that's a frustrating situation. VDOT is aware and they're going to get you turned around along with Virginia State Police. Southbound on 95 to get around that turnaround action, they'll likely have to block the left lane across from uh, where they're going to cut traffic. Southbound, stay right and watch for police direction. On the Beltway, on 66, on the Dulles Toll Road, on 270, volume delays, but the crash count is a little lower than it was earlier in the afternoon. Between Leesburg and Luckett's, it's still slow on 15 because of a crash uh, that happened north of Montresor Road. Traffic was alternating. No issues on 50 through Annapolis or Bowie. That sounds like a new crash eastbound on 50 east of uh, 704. Freeways in the district, moderately heavy traffic on wet pavement, uh, but no major incidents reported. So it's a little more than a year ago. It was a snowstorm and that unprecedented closure of I-95. Today, it's rain, but the crash on 95 in the same area between Ladysmith and Thornburg involving upwards of a dozen vehicles. Uh, it's not going to take days, but it could take hours to reopen. Whatever the case around the region, doesn't take snow to create conditions right for crashes. Just rain today, but slowing it down this afternoon until we, one and all, get home safe and sound. Dave Deldine, WTOP Traffic. Amelia Draper, how long do we have to deal with this rain? Well, Hillary, we're going to be dealing with the rain through at least 7 p.m. based on the latest trends on Storm Team 4 radar. Showers are possible, though, as late as midnight. So for this evening, anticipate a damp rainy evening here in Washington. But back around the ID1 corridor, the rain, the snow, the wintry mix has already come to an end. But I am still tracking rain for Frederick County, Montgomery, Prince George's, Fairfax, Prince William, Fauquier counties, down through the northern neck, down into Stafford and King George County. So still some light showers out there for at least the next few hours. Temperatures tonight in the 30s and 40s, but we do stay above freezing. So I'm not anticipating any black ice concerns tonight on into tomorrow morning. Throughout the day tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sun and strong winds gusting up to 35, even 40 miles an hour. So with highs in the 40s to near 50, we'll have wind chills in the 30s and low 40s. Lighter winds on Friday, not a bad day out there. Temperatures in the 40s for highs with plenty of sunshine. We'll have plenty of sun again on Saturday and warmer. Highs around 50. Currently across the area right now, the district coming in at 43 degrees. We're at 40 in Olney and 40 in Noakesville. Okay, thanks, Amelia. It's brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Keep it here on WTOP. Details on a gorilla statue swiped from a local store. 
422. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is back January 20th through 29th and better than ever. With a brand new lineup of features, tailored pavilions, and more experiences, the 2023 event provides a customized experience for all guests to enjoy. From an electric vehicle pavilion, indoor and outdoor ride and drives, interactive experiences, new car displays, a nod to the classics, and so much more. Make plans to visit the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 20th through the 29th at the Washington Convention Center. Details and tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. Have an old car you've been talking about getting rid of? Donate it to Melwood, a leading local employer, advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities. Melwood will pick up your used car for free and sell it, using the proceeds to support its mission of building a world where people with disabilities are fully included. It's as easy as dialing 1-877-MELWOOD. You can call right now for more information, and a Melwood team member will guide you through the process. No drop-off, no excessive paperwork. Just a phone call, and we will take it from there. Declutter your garage, make room for your future, support your community, and save on your taxes. Your donated vehicle can help people with disabilities right here in the DMV find their career and achieve their dreams. We accept cars, trucks, motorcycles, boats, and more. Call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org to donate your vehicle today. That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D.org. This is WTOP News. 423. More than half of Americans can't afford to pay an emergency expense of a thousand bucks or more. That's new research from Bankrate.com. It reveals seven in ten Americans are worried about covering a month's expenses if they lose their job. Bankrate's Mark Hamrick tells WTOP having that little in reserve means you're playing with financial fire. Even if we get through the current period without a recession or even a severe recession, something will pop up in our everyday lives, whether it is a car repair, home repair, you know, something will pop up that will need to happen have $1,000 or more. That's just a fact of adult lives. While Bankrate says 43% of us could handle a big monetary hit of $1,000 or more, 25% of us would cover it with a credit card. Elon Musk has wrapped up a third day of testimony at his civil security fraud trial in San Francisco. The Tesla tycoon is being sued by shareholders who say they lost billions after buying and selling shares based on a couple of tweets about a possible Tesla takeover. If a jury believes Musk meant to manipulate people with those tweets, he'll have to pay up. And CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levins says it could be a lot. Musk could be facing literally billions of dollars in damages if the jury believes that he knew he was doing something wrong. Levinson says a federal judge has already told jurors the tweets were false and reckless, so now they need to decide whether Musk had an ulterior motive. Musk says he didn't. A gorilla statue was swiped from a Kensington storefront, and police are looking for the person who did it. This happened January 4th at Design Emporium Antiques on Howard Avenue. Montgomery County police say a guy in a Chevy Colorado Z71 pulled up after 3 a.m., cut the cords holding the statue in place, loaded it onto his truck, and drove off. If you know anything called crime solvers, there's up to a $10,000 reward for information leading to an arrest. WTOP at 425, Money News, 25 and 55. Off we go to Jeff Claybaugh. One of those big turnaround days. The Dow is down more than 400 points at one point this morning. By the close, it was up 10 points. The S&P 500 index scraped back, finishing the day down less than a point. The Nasdaq down 21 points. Tesla just reported quarterly results. Record revenue up 33% from a year ago. 
Consumers are already beginning to fall behind on credit card bills. Capital One wrote off 3.3% of credit card accounts as uncollectible last quarter, double what it was a year ago. Office workers are slow to return, but they are. Building security company Castle Systems says office worker occupancy in the past 10 days was 49.5%. That's a pandemic high. In the D.C. metro, it's a little less, just under 47%. Jeff Claywell. WTOP News. Money News sponsored by General Dynamics Information Technology. Join GDIT to grow your career beyond your imagination in government, defense, health, and intelligence. Evolve your world. Apply now at GDIT.com slash careers. The U.S. will send tanks.